How do you feel about Halloween? And how do you feel about October? Like the whole month has become a, like, an extension of Halloween as everybody gears up for it. And no matter how you feel about the holiday, today we're going to talk about the health connection. You're going to discover the scary connection between Halloween, fear, stress, and your autoimmune health. We're going to unmask how fear impacts your weight and your immune system, especially if you have Hashimoto's. So welcome to the Health with Hashimoto's podcast. This is where you will explore the root causes of your autoimmune condition and discover holistic solutions so that you can address your Hashimoto's. I am your host, Esther. I am a registered nurse. I am a holistic health educator, and I have Hashimoto's. So like I said, October has become pretty much a month-long celebration of fear. Everything that you see in the stores, well not everything, there's still obviously groceries and clothing, but everything you see in the stores and even like yard decorations, it is designed to increase fear, whether you actually think it's scary or whether you think it's funny or cute or whatever, it is designed, it's rooted in fear and fear is a stressor. Your body cannot discern between real and false. It cannot discern that your body interprets fear, whether it's fear that you willingly expose yourself to, or whether it's like, you know, somebody, something happens to you, somebody jumps out and scares you. That's a fear. It is a stress response. All fear is stress. And stress causes the release of adrenaline. So all October long, we are increasing our stress. Um, I thought about this and I decided to create this episode because one of the kids in our youth group asked me, you know, do you think that Halloween is an evil holiday? And there's a lot of opinions in the church. There's people who feel very, very strongly that it's rooted in evil, that um, we need to stay away from Halloween. And then there's some people in the church who feel like it's no big deal as long as you personally don't use it for evil. But I came at it to answer his question with an approach of fear. I said over and over and over in the Bible, it tells us do not fear, do not fear, do not be afraid. And all of October is designed or all of Halloween is designed to increase our fear. You know, you think about a haunted house or those corn mazes. I live in Minnesota. We got a lot of cornfields. So you can go through a corn maze and they're usually like haunted um, with scary things. And people do it for fun but it's designed to increase your fear. And that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the spiritual aspect right now. I'm talking about the physiologic reaction to fear. Fear is a stressor. So what happens when you are stressed and it's a short-term stressor, like an immediate thing? Well, it causes the release of adrenaline. One of the things that adrenaline does is it releases stored glucose from your muscles because it wants you to be able to run to escape whatever frightened you, right? That is what adrenaline does. It prepares you for action. It prepares you to fight or flee, you know, that fight and flight reaction. 
So you all of a sudden have this dumping of glucose that was stored in your muscles and now it's in your bloodstream. And if you don't immediately use it, if you don't like take action and run or fight, then you're going to have this sugar, this glucose in your bloodstream and now it needs to go somewhere. So where does your body put it? Well, it stores it in your fat cells. So you might be like, in a fasting state, even like you haven't had anything to eat, but you get scared. And all of a sudden, you have the release of glucose into your bloodstream and then stored in in your fat cells. So stress or fear can cause you to gain weight just by the physiologic process of fear. And the thing is, a lot of people with thyroid issues, which of course Hashimoto's is thyroid issues, um, we struggle with our metabolism and our weight. So we do not want increased fat cells. We do not want more sugar, more energy stored as fat. We are trying to lose weight. Many, many, many people with thyroid issues, maybe you're one of them, are trying to lose weight and trying to figure out ways to increase your metabolism so that you can burn that fat. You don't want to increase the fat stores. And now you know that increasing your fear or having those constant exposures to fear, it undermines your attempts to lose weight. But what else does stress do or fear? Well, Hashimoto's is an autoimmune condition. That means at its core, it is a disease of your immune system. And then your immune system has gone haywire and it's attacking your body. Hashimoto's means that your immune system is attacking your thyroid, Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Your immune system can be attacking other systems of your body and then it would get another name for the disease, even though all autoimmune diseases are at their core diseases of your immune system going haywire. Well, what does stress do to your immune system? We've actually talked about that quite a bit because it is one of the most prevalent root causes of Hashimoto's disease. So if you know that stress is one of your root causes, which I'm guessing it is because you are human (laughs) and we live in 2023 and it's a stressful environment. I don't care who you are, where you are, you have stressors. And so stress is most likely one of your root causes for this autoimmune condition. Stress needs to be addressed if you are working on fixing your root causes. And it's something that we've talked about on many different episodes of this podcast because it's such a big deal. Episodes 7, 8, and 24 are all about stress and what you can do to lower it or to lower the impact of stress on your body. And even if you've listened to those before, maybe during this season of increased stress from fear in October, or as we're heading into the holidays, which for a lot of people are increased stress, maybe you want to go and review those and re-listen to episodes 7, 8, and 24. Also, Um, One thing that happens when you are under stress is when stress is combined with sugar, it kind of turns into what's called like molten lava or what's described as molten lava in your body. Um, It's really, really hard on your body and that impacts your lymph system. 
So stress combined with that sugar, it just turns sticky, it causes damage, and your lymph system is like the garbage disposal system of your body. It tries to clean things out. So I have one episode and it talks a lot about your lymphatic system and how you can halt the damage caused by stress. That is episode 34. So you can work on your lymphatic system to help um, mitigate the effects of stress. And then finally, in episode 36, I talked about using art as a way to lower your stress, especially process-related art. My favorite Instagram artist um, to help you with that is Andrea Nelson. Her Instagram handle is andrea.nelson.art. And she has a lot of Halloween-themed like quick art projects. If you want to do something that's Halloween-related, but maybe you want something artistic or something with your hands that's relaxing to lower your stress. So she is a great one to follow on Instagram. So those are some things that you can do or podcast episodes to listen to, to help you deal with your stress. But we know that stress is a huge root cause for Hashimoto's and we want to work on lowering our stress. And this can be hard during October. You can choose to not participate in fear as much as possible. Even if you like scary things, perhaps like you are valuing your health more. I know I had to do that. Um, I had to do it a while ago. I love books that are like mysteries or murders or thrillers. Um, I always want it to be clean, but I love those books. I love those whodunits. I love the suspense of trying to figure out who the bad guy is. But what I discovered is that reading those books was increasing my stress. Even though I love the books, a bunch of my favorite authors write those suspense novels and I love them, but I had to take a break from them. And every once in a while, I'll read one, but overall, I've had to take a break from my favorite genre of novels of fiction because it increases my stress and I value my health. So yes, I absolutely miss those books, but when I'm having an autoimmune flare, I really miss my health more. And in this season of trying to address my root causes, um, I know that I need to do what is best long-term. And that means not reading a book that I really want to read. And maybe that's the same for you. Maybe this year you decide that even though you really love the haunted houses and the spooky mazes and all of that, for the good of your health right now, you need to opt out that at least this year. That is a choice you get to make. And I don't want you to make that choice out of like shame or shoulds. I don't want you to feel like you have to do it. Your mindset really matters when it comes to making decisions. So instead of that, I want you to approach it from, I get to work on my health or I am choosing to work on my root causes right now. And so to help my root causes, I am not going to participate. How you frame things and how you talk about it really carries power. It carries power for your mental health, for your spiritual health, and for your physical health. So frame your decision, whatever your decision is, in a way that is empowering. And that's saying, this is what I am choosing to do. Not I have to do it. Not somebody else told me that I have to do it. But I'm choosing to do this and I'm choosing it because I value my health. Your words matter. 
And speaking of your words mattering, your reviews matter a lot. I am so grateful for everybody who spends, you know, 30, 60 seconds leaving a review for this podcast. It means a lot to me, but not just to me. Your reviews are one of the most powerful things you can do to help this show get found better or pushed out more on your podcast host of choice. Now, a lot of my listeners come from Apple, but there's also Spotify listeners, and there is a way to leave reviews on Spotify. So wherever you're listening, I would love a review and I'm going to read one of the reviews I got earlier this month. And I'm so thankful for this review from R. Ryan. It says, just found this podcast and every episode contains nuggets of wisdom, advice, and education. I am just starting my Hashi's journey and need to lean on the experience of other women on this path. I love your topics, holistic approach, and deta- details. And she goes on to ask for a specific topic, which I am so grateful for. Yes, I will cover more information on dealing with flare-ups when your hormones are crazy. I think that is a fantastic thing to talk about. And it is something that, um, yeah, is pertinent to all of us because all of us experience not just our root causes, you know, in the past, but we have root causes that are constantly going on. Like I've been talking about for October or Halloween, we have increased stress. And what does that increased stress do for you? Well, it might cause a flare up because all of a sudden your immune system is not functioning as well as it was before. And so now your immune system is going to go a bit more crazy and attack your body more. So in periods of increased root causes, like increased stress, you might feel like you're having more flare-ups, which you probably are, and then you need to address what's going on. Now, of course, we always want to look at the big picture. We want to look at our root causes, what we can do right now, what we can do um, ongoing, and we also want to reach out to our provider. So if you're dealing with something and really struggling, you know, your provider is on your team for a reason. They want the best for you. So reach out and see, like, do you need a medication adjustment? And of course, the medication adjustment is not going to fix anything. Medications for thyroid stuff address your symptoms. They address how much hormone is being put out of your thyroid or, you know, supplementing that because your thyroid isn't producing as much, or maybe you're not converting the T4 to T3. That is the role of medications. The medications do not address the root. They do not address the healing of your thyroid. There are other ways that you can do that. I love your request about a full episode on that, and that will be coming soon. So if you haven't left a rating and review, would you take a couple seconds to do that? It would mean so much to me. And like I said, it really helps other people find the podcast as well. Because I know that when I'm looking at a podcast, I look at, oh, I look at a couple things first, you know, the name, that's what I search by. And then the cover art, because that's what pops up. And then I look at some of the reviews because I want to know, you know, what does this person talk about? Not what do they say they talk about, but what do other people say they talk about? And that is often how I make a decision on how to listen. All right, so back to Halloween, fear, and stress. Um, I, we talked about how fear is a stressor. Even if you enjoy the fear, it's still a stressor and your body still interprets it as 
fear, it releases adrenaline. The adrenaline releases glucose from your muscles. That glucose, if it's not used by, you know, running or fighting, then that glucose is going to get stored in your fat cells. Um, as a side note, if you know that you're in stress, if you know that you got scared, do something quick. Um, like do a couple burpees if burpees are your thing. Do a couple squats. Do a couple planks. Um, take a five minute, ten minute walk. Do something to burn that glucose so that it doesn't get stored. And you don't have to do a ton of stuff. Just move your muscles so that they do use that glucose so that your glucose doesn't get stored because you're not a victim. You're not like destined like, oh, this scary thing happened, therefore I will lose weight. No, you still have power. You still have the um, ability to choose to use that glucose. So go ahead and do five to 10, even 15 minutes of work with your muscles so that they can use that glucose. So it's not stored as fat. As a side note, when you drink caffeine, it does the same thing. Caffeine releases adrenaline. If you feel like you are struggling with your weight and you have tried everything, look at your caffeine consumption. I know that people who talk about Hashimoto's, they say cut out your caffeine, but they don't always talk about why. And that is one reason why, because caffeine acts as a stressor on your body. It's a stimulant. It releases adrenaline, which then helps you gain weight. I know it's not what you want to hear. Um, there are other things that you can do to wake up. And we've talked about Hashimoto's and that overwhelming fatigue that you feel. And caffeine is a band-aid. It's a crutch. It's something that, yeah, we feel like we absolutely need sometimes. And I use it. I'm not casting shade on you at all. There's no shame. There's no blame. Sometimes you have caffeine. But I want you to know what happens in your body. Like there are consequences for every choice you make. So when you're drinking caffeine, you know that you're getting this short burst of energy from adrenaline. And so move your muscles, make sure that you're actually, you know, using the glucose that is released because you spiked your adrenaline because you had caffeine. And uh, um, just use that appropriately. Also, if you're taking any medications for thyroid, do not take coffee with your thyroid medications. All right, so we talked about stress and adrenaline um, and then that weight gain. We also talked about stress and your immune system. So the big thing that I want you to come away from this episode is knowing that you have control. You can make choices. You can decide, am I going to participate in fear and stress? And of course, remember that when you're watching a scary movie, when you're in a scary environment, your body does not care if you're choosing that and if you're enjoying it, your body interprets it as stress. Um, and that goes for like non-horror movies too. Like if you're watching, um, you know, whatever action movie is out right now, it's still interpreted as stress by your body. So you have the power to make choices in your health every single day. And I want you to know that I am here supporting you, encouraging you, and I will be back next week with more holistic solutions for your root causes of your Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. Hashimoto's thyroiditis can be overwhelming and frightening. Your body isn't working as expected and you get frustrated. You can be dealing with many different symptoms, including fatigue, anxiety, heart palpitations, depression, brain fog, and more. You might find yourself saying, I just want to feel like myself again, and I get it. 
I created the Hashimoto's 101 guide so that you can understand what Hashimoto's is, what it means for you, and how you can create a path to health. There is hope. You can find better health. Download this free guide at healthwithhashimoto's.com slash guide. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. Please be sure to discuss any concerns and plans with your trusted healthcare professional. 